Welcome to Grow Your Influence Tree with your host, Leonard Kim. This is the show especially for those that want to be among the top influencers of the world. We'll help you build your brand, tell the most compelling story, build your reputation and grow your audience, and attract the top clients and customers. Listen to the experts. Think like they do, and you'll be on your way. Now, here's Leonard Kim. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Grow Your Influence Tree. Uh, Leonard Kim here, and we have a very special guest with us today. Um, Johnny, would you like to take a moment to introduce yourself? I, my name is Johnny Agar from Rockford, Michigan. I am an adaptive triathlete um, with three palsy. So, um... Johnny has cerebral palsy, and um, what are some of the amazing feats that you've done in your life? Because a lot of people would think that if someone has cerebral palsy, they wouldn't really be able to go out there and do anything, yet you've conquered and dominated and made friends with so many people in the industry. Can you kind of like open up what that experience has been like? I wouldn't say dominated quite, Leonard, but I, I'm trying my best. Uh, I have been involved with Under Armour uh, and, and was uh, featured in one of their campaigns, the Will Find a Way campaign, it's called, uh, with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, and so it, it, that was a fantastic experience because I got to uh, give a voice to a lot of adaptive athletes and and represent Under Armour in the in the best way possible that I I could and I tried to so yeah it's gonna be pretty amazing to be able to have that experience um being with Under Armour uh what was sure. it like can you kind of describe it for our listeners well it was it was amazing because one thing I I'm not in I'm not an actor so I hadn't never been in, in one of those uh, shoots before. I'll never look at a commercial the same way. Uh, but it was just amazing to see how many people were involved and in, 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 um, what goes into a three-minute commercial and, uh, and just how many people were meticulously um, involved in the whole process and and everything from wardrobe to to makeup, you know, I couldn't believe I had my own makeup artist. If you can believe that or not, but but uh, it was it was amazing, and and, uh, and like I said, I'll never look at a commercial the same way again. So I felt bad that I had my DVR, but you had your sixty seconds of fame and a lot more of that. And it's continuing to grow, and um, everything that's going out there is really pushing you on the fast track for success. When you kind of look at all of these things that you've done, um, what do you think is the real inspiration behind it all? I think my the fact that my my parents never put limitations on me, and so. Um, I really think that, 
You know, they always told me that I could do anything I put my mind to as long as I was willing to put in the work. Uh, so, um, when my, when my dad and I first started doing races together, um, you know, he was never a runner himself. Uh, but, but he, he actually, um, pitched for the Tigers, uh, the, for their minor leagues, uh, baseball. So, um, I've always wanted to be an athlete like him. So I really pushed myself to walk a mile, uh, in a race. And, um, before that I had, I had only walked 23 steps in my walker. Uh, so it was, it was a big commitment for me. I trained for about a year, uh, to accomplish that. Uh, and I have to, I have to, um, figure out exactly how to move my muscles because my muscles, uh, don't react, uh, sometimes in the way that I want them to because, uh, cerebral palsy is a disorder that affects your brain's ability to communicate to your muscles exactly what you want them to do. Uh, so when I walk, I have to think about every move I make from holding my head up to taking my steps. And so uh, that was a big undertaking for me, but I got it done. And uh, we uh, I'm very thankful that I was able to show him how much I appreciated the fact that he... He does all these races for me, and and uh, and uh, I really wanted to feel what it was like to cross the finish line on my own two feet, just like my just like my dad was an athlete or professional athlete, and so uh, he really drives me to do a lot of things. Uh, he's my biggest inspiration, motivation. So that's really why I do this. Is to Number one, uh, to thank him, but number two is to show people that as long as you put your mind to things, uh, you can accomplish anything uh, that you want. And if if you don't believe that, then I believe you're selling yourself uh, short. So. so your dad's been helping you out a lot, and it seems like he's such a, an important character in your life. Um, sure. What what really brings you and your father so close together? So uh, my dad was an athlete, like I mentioned before, and so uh, he really wanted to show me um, what it was like to work hard and, and what I could do. So he found a way to get me uh, in the game, so to speak, by uh, doing these races with me. And so... Um, I, I, he pushes and pulls me through, uh, races and such. So, Mm -hmm. and triathlons and road races, the marathons, uh, and he was never an avid runner. So, uh, I really appreciated, uh, his efforts. Yeah, it's kind of amazing to have a father who's able to be able to be there so close for you and to take such close attention um, in the detail of getting you to uh, that stage. Um, 
Um, do you know if he's listening to the show right now? I think he is. Yes, sir. Awesome. That's that's amazing to hear. So um, throughout your journey, um, you've met a lot of people and you found a lot of inspiration and you've done a lot of things. What are some of the most significant moments that you've kind of seen happen from um, going out there and being able to uh, participate in these um, triathlons? Well, I think just the stories that I've heard from people, um, mainly being motivated by um, me, me walking in races, and you know, for me, I'm just doing it because I love it. But in in reality, you know, you you never know who's watching, and so. You know, if I can inspire just one person and make a difference in in one person's life, then um, that's my goal. That's my goal, and I've accomplished. I've accomplished it. So uh, to be able to uh, inspire people to achieve their goals and accomplish whatever they want to, whatever they want to do in life. Uh, then uh, that's my main goal, and that's what I try and do. So. so you like to go out there and push people to go towards their goals. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it wasn't it wasn't my intention, but uh, you know, I really am passionate about it because I really want to uh, show everyone what my parents taught me. And I think uh, if my parents taught me these lessons, you know, and allowed me to have this much uh, faith in myself, then, you know, what what good are those lessons if they're not being uh, being shared with everybody else? So, and kind of carry on their message uh, that they taught me. That's really my goal in life. Yeah, so why do you think it's so important to go out there and chase that goal? Uh, because I I really think that, you know, me having dream palsy, uh, I was always taught that if you break those goals down and you set small goals for yourself, those small goals will add up and they'll lead to... Lead to uh, some of your biggest goals that you have. And so uh, that was, it's always a daunting thing to uh, set a big goal for yourself and go after it. But I think if you take it in small pieces, I like to say uh, take it one step at a time, then it's much more, uh, it's much easier to accomplish. Yeah. Usually, it's quite impossible when you're looking at, like, maybe a huge staircase and wondering how in the world is that ever going to be overcome. But when you kind of take things one step at a time, it does become much, much, much more manageable. Um, For yourself, personally, um, being in a lot of races, what do you think are some of the tips that kind of got you through 
getting through your races and making sure you got to the finish line? Well, I, my first big thing is that I'm not afraid of failure. And, and I think um, with me being an athlete, you know, you're going to, you I realize that I'm going to fail a lot of times in order for me to succeed. Uh, and three policies really taught me that too. That's that's one of the things that things that it's really taught me is I'm not going to get things on the first try, uh, and that's one of the reasons why I got into athletics. But um, I, I I've uh, I like to say sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. You never lose, and so you always find different ways to learn from things, and and. For me, that's always been key, and that's always uh, gotten me uh, through races and and be able to learn lessons from them. Yeah, and I I know a lot of these things can be quite challenging, especially when it comes to like preparation and trying to figure out exactly what it is to do to make sure you're fit enough and shape enough and ready to actually go out there and do something um, of that nature. Uh, when you kind of think of the uh, triathlons and everything, what kind of um, preparation methods did you kind of put into place for your training system? So there, there's a lot of training that we do. We're, we're usually doing something every day, uh, whether it's long-distance swimming or, or biking or what. Um, long distance running uh but uh there's a lot of weight training that we do and and certain things like like that so it's it's a very complex lifestyle uh but it it's made us grow closer as a family as a result so uh every piece of my family is involved so that's been uh wonderful so Awesome. So when you say every single member of your family uh, is involved, um, are there some people that you wanted to recognize? Yeah, so uh, my my mom is the kind of the glue that holds the team together. She, she's, uh, she's the one that coordinates all, all of our, our races and things and, and with uh, race directors and stuff, and and my my aunt and uncle, they're always a part of our transition crew. So we have to uh, transition from one leg to the other in races. Uh, they're always the ones that do that for us. And uh, and my sisters will always. Uh, they're our team photographers. So when we go to races. And they make me look pretty. There, they always <laughs> uh, take pictures uh, for my social media, that sort of thing. That's awesome. Well, it's about time for us to hop off to a commercial break. If people wanted to find you online, Johnny, where could they find you? Sure, uh, Instagram. I'm at o- official. Johnny underscore Agar. Uh, I'm at Agar John or at Agar underscore John on Twitter or Johnny Agar on Facebook. Or I have my website, 
Uh, johnnyagar.org. Cool. So that's johnnyagar.org, and you can always find me at Mr. Yeah. Money Kim on Twitter, and we'll be back after this commercial break. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. It's time to unlock some of the best kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel we don't follow we lead join us the voice america influencers channel this is grow your influence tree to reach leonard kim or his guest call into the program at 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Leonard Kim here with Johnny Agar, and we've been talking about a lot of different things. Um, Johnny, uh, you kind of mentioned on the commercial break that you have a relationship with uh, Michael Phelps. Uh, did you want to kind of uh, discuss more about... Yes, sir. Uh, what our relationships like? So, so I I've always look up, looked up to athletes uh, because with my extreme palsy, I have to get stronger if I want to get better, and, and that's kind of what athletes do in order for them to succeed as well. Uh, so I was always looking up to them, and so um, my dad and I. Uh, in 2016, we actually competed in the Ironman World Championship in uh, Kona, Hawaii, which is known as uh, the most brutal one-day endurance event in sports. Uh, it's actually kind of um, the Super Bowl for triathlon. Uh, and that was actually our first Ironman 
uh, triathlon we did. And Ironman uh, is a distance of a 2.4-mile swim, 112-mile bike, and a marathon after that. So Dad would push him homie through each of the legs. And so, um, unfortunately, uh, there there's a time cutoff that you need to make for each of the legs. Uh, and we didn't make the bike cutoff. But I, and we got pulled off the course. Uh, but I've always want, wanted to keep training and, and build on build on getting back, uh, and so I I watched um, Michael Phelps' uh, "Rule Yourself" commercial that he did for Under Armour uh, as a part of their campaign, and so uh, I w- would always get inspired by that because he would constantly train in it really motivated me to get better. Uh, if he can do that, then then I figured I certainly could. Uh, and Mom really wanted to sh- show him uh, appreciation for what he did to get me motivated and keep working uh, because that was that was a big um, big thing for me not to ma- not to make it. Uh, in the Ironman World Championships, but I kept working at it. Uh, and so he really, mom really wanted to thank him for that. And so she created a, a side-by-side of the commercial with me in my walker, uh, kind of simulating the same scenes that uh, Michael Phelps did in the commercial, and and Michael Phelps saw that and reached out to me actually, and, oh, wow. and so that was that was amazing. But and so what did and you so we've talk been about? friends ever since. Wow, what did you two talk about? So he. He called me. We were actually on the bus at Disney World. And, and Mom, when Michael Phelps called, Mom started jumping up and down. She didn't have an speakerphone, so I, I had no idea what, what was going on. And so she mouthed me with Michael Phelps, and I was, I was shocked because uh, he's always been somebody that I looked up to. And, and so... He he just told me uh, how proud he, he was of me, and and that was really special for me because uh, to have somebody say that to me that I looked up to, you know, that really gets your gets your uh, fuel to your fire, and so and so we actually when we went to Disney World, we were getting ready for a race. And so that really motivated me even more uh, to kind of stoke my fire a little bit. So it was really, really amazing, and I'll, I'll never forget it. So Wow. Tell me more about this Disney World experience. Uh, so we, 
my family and I, we love going to Disney World because it's really, really accessible and um, it's one of the places we can go together as a family. And, and so um, my family likes to say that I'm their human fast pass. If you've ever been there, <laughs> uh, they, they use a fast pass to get in front of lines for rides yeah. and stuff. So, they always, they've always said to me that that I help them. So, what's what's so one that, of your was, favorite rides? So, I have a lot of my favorite rides. Uh, Big Thunder Mountain, though, is probably one of my favorites. Nice. It's a roller coaster, so. Awesome. Do you have a lot of family memories that you uh, cherish from being at Disney World? So, actually, when I was, when I was like, when I was about five or six, my family took, took me there for the first time because I had taken two steps in my walker. And that was a big, big thing for me when I had taken two steps in my walker so they they promised me that I, I could go to Disney World and tell Mickey that I took two steps in my walker so it was really a tremendous thing and I was I've had a special place in my heart for Disney ever since then so yeah, this is an amazing place. I mean, they make movies, they make um they make miracles, they make happy happily ever afters. Do you think um Disney was a large inspiration in your life? Sure sure, yeah. We we actually were lucky enough to do the Disney Marathon a couple of years ago. And so they they invited us out. Uh actually mom contacted the the president of uh Disney and so we got he invited us to do the Disney marathon. So that was that was a wonderful experience. Oh yeah but I, I saw that but I grew you got up invited on T V, didn't you? Yeah. Yes we did. So so I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Leonard. What was that? <laughs> sorry. Um, an invitation went out on TV so you could go out there and go to Disney World, right? Well, hey. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. It was. So, so I, I had always grown up, you know, as a, as a huge huge Disney fanatic so that was that was an amazing experience wow yeah I I bet like um like I I'm just picturing myself as a child like I don't think there would ever have been a moment where I would have ever thought me as a child seeing myself or my name being called to go to like Disney World that's like such an amazing experience it must have been so magical Oh yeah, it it really was. It was a huge surprise for me. I was actually 
they announced it on Sports Center that I was going, and I was I was really shocked uh, by that experience, and, and I was really grateful for it, and it was a huge motivation for me. So. So you've been all across the networks. You mentioned Sports Center here. Uh, earlier, you mentioned Michael Phelps, huge athlete. You've mentioned Under Armour, large company. It seems like you're making all these big moves. How, how do you think all this happened? Uh I I think a lot, a lot of it was um, just just my just touching people's hearts and and just wanting to share my message and um, media is really really a, a powerful thing you know it, it can it can touch people that you don't even realize and so um, that's been a huge gift for me. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like, um, you've been on ESPN, you've been on commercials, you've been everywhere. Um, did that kind of change your way of life when you kind of got into the spotlight? Uh, I I wouldn't say that, Leonard. I was just I was just doing what I love to do, and and I I you know I was grateful for the opportunity to inspire as many people as I could. Um, and, and and maybe they took something from it that I didn't even realize. Uh, so that was, that's a huge gift for me because you never know, you know, how you touch people. It could be in different ways that you don't even realize. Um, yeah. So. It's kind of interesting. I, I, I hope, I hope it, I hope it doesn't change me though. Yeah, it's kind of interesting how one life could touch another's life and another's life and another's life. And they may not even have any resemblance to each other, but just seeing one person being able to do something inspires another and another and another. Do you think by you going out there and doing some of these things like the triathlons and things like that, do you think you kind of created maybe a ripple effect of sorts where you've inspired like hundreds, if not thousands, if not millions of people around the world to go out there and make changes in their life? Well, well, I, I really, I really hope so. Uh, that's always everybody's goal when they, when they uh, do something is to leave the world a better place than you found it. Um, but, but, you know, I, I like to tell this story all the time is I, w one race that I was doing, I met this lady and she was, uh, had some health problems and she saw my, uh, ESPN piece that they did on me and she was sitting on her couch. The doctor said, uh, that she was, um, she was, had to make some changes or, she was going to have some major health problems. And so she saw my ESPN piece and she said, well, if, if he can do that, then I can walk to my mailbox. And she started walking to her mailbox every day. And then sooner, 
sooner uh, than later she started um, walking further than her mailbox. And then I met her actually at one of the race expos and she hugged me and she started she started crying and she said, Johnny, I I don't know if you know me or not. And I kind of gave my parents a, a strange look like, who's this lady hugging me? Uh, but she said, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but you inspired me to do the 5K tomorrow. And, and um, it was really cool because when I was... <clears throat> When I was finishing our race that Dad and I did, I actually met up with her unknowingly. Uh, we finished at the same time together, and she was really bawling. And, and it was just a fantastic thing because, you know, here I am just doing what I love to do, and, and she's really, it really motivated her to get better uh, in her day of life. And that's, that's really something that... Um, ignite my fire is when I when I can uh, inspire somebody else to um, change their daily life and and realize what they can do. Yeah, that's so amazing for you to be able to go out there and inspire and touch and actually get deep into the emotions of another person where they're actually like hugging you and all those emotions are just running wild. That was been like yeah. a ethereal type of experience. It, it really was. It, I can't explain the feeling Leonard because, uh, you really, like I said, uh, you really are just doing things because you love to do them. Uh, but you never know who you're going to affect um, when you do these things. And so uh, that I really have thought about that story, and it's really carried me, carried me forward on to doing uh, a lot of these things. So. Yeah, and it's kind of amazing how it's all kind of really just manifested and just grown and grown and grown. Um, you got messages from people every single day um, talking about the many things you've done. Yeah, yes, I have, and that that's really uh, inspired me. And I I'm very thankful for it. Everything from the social media to emails to um, blog posts, um, and so. Um, I'm I'm very grateful for it, and it's it's one of those things where you know you really can't say thank you. You have to show people that you you mean what you say, and and so that really drives me forward to not only say thank you but put it into action too. Yeah, of course, and I, I mean like. It's just so good to just put the words thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and put them out into the universe. Uh, and that's the perfect uh -huh. segment for us to go off to our next commercial break. Um, if people want to find you online, where could they find you again, Johnny? Sure. I, Instagram, I'm at official Johnny underscore Agar, or Twitter, I'm at Agar underscore John. 
or uh, Facebook, I'm Johnny Agar. Perfect. And, and my blog me. is at johnnyagar.org. johnnyagar.org, and you can always find me at Mr. Leonard Kim on Twitter, and we'll be back after this commercial break. Voice America is available on your Google Connected device. Okay, Google, play Turning Hard Times into Good Times podcast on iHeartRadio. Try it today. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Are you ready to move to your next level? Listen for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with host Rebecca Hall Greider. Each show will focus on a central topic with discussion, guests, and your questions being featured. Our show is perfect for women who feel a call in their heart to step out in a bigger, more powerful way in their life and just need some encouragement, inspiration, and practical steps to support them on their journey. Empowering Women, Transforming Lives can be heard live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. And join us for a replay of the show on Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is Grow Your Influence Tree. To reach Leonard Kim or his guest, call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Um... Welcome back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Leonard Kim here with John Yeager. And we've been going through a lot of exciting developments. And now what we're doing is, um, um, John, you mentioned in the commercial break that um, there's an island in Hawaii somewhere. I believe it's in Kona or something. And there's going to be a triathlon or something there. And... Would you be attending, or uh, what's going to be happening with that? So so we're hoping to get, fingers crossed, that we can get invited back, Leonard. Uh, it's a very, very uh, difficult process. There's a lot of people that apply, but we're really hoping that we get picked to come back. It's always uh, 
a dream of mine to finish what I started sort of thing and be able to walk the last mile of that race. Uh, and since then, then, then I have always, uh, I've always, um, continued to train and, and really push ourselves to get better. So that would be a, um, wonderful thing to be able to put our training to good use and, uh, show people that you can accomplish anything you put your mind to, so. Yeah, that would be absolutely amazing. When did you first apply for this? So, 2016, we got invited, and we, like I said, we didn't make it, but um, we we have kept applying ever since and trying to apply, so, and training. So, it, it's been a difficult it's been a, uh, a very rewarding process, but a very difficult process. And so we're just hoping that we can uh, put into practice what we learned and and, and uh, show people that, you know, you can learn from uh, the mistakes that you made and the failures that you have and so, or the failures that you had. So... Yeah, and it's kind of crazy, especially uh, with uh, this entire situation in this global world that we're in today, where a lot of people are staying inside. Do you think? Do you think those limitations are going to be um, lifted up soon? And do you think that might help you potentially be able to uh, fulfill that dream of yours? I hope so. I hope so. Uh, I'm I'm very hopeful that it will, but. Uh, if it doesn't, we'll, we'll make do because, um, you know, I've always been taught that you have to make the best out of every situation. Uh, so, and, you know, that's the whole situation right now is something I really can't control. So I, I just leave it up to God and we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's a pretty interesting situation we've been in, and sometimes it looks hopeful, sometimes it doesn't, and it's kind of uh, been a whirlwind of emotions, and I know you as one of the most um, energetic, inspiring people out there. You probably have a lot of tips that you could share with the audience that's listening with us today to go out there and really live their lives because, I mean, like, fear is kind of stricken in most of us in each way, shape, or form from the COVID-19 to all the other things that are going on in the world. And some, some of us find it very difficult to find the motivations to... I guess move forward in life in any kind of way, but then you're driving, you're going out there, and you're doing things. What's your key motivating factors that keep you going? I, I think I think it's that you know everyone has their own challenges that they're dealing dealing with. Uh, mine are just more uh, visible. Uh, and I, I really think that 
you know, um, if you surround yourself with the right people that that give you an opportunity to succeed, I think um, that, that always will help you in life. I think that I like to say that everyone has their own uh, disability. It's how we how and challenges. It's how we deal with those situations that make us stronger. So um, that's really how I approach things and what I what I try and tell people on a daily basis. Yeah, and it's always good to go out there and find that internal source of inspiration to really go out there and push yourself to move further. Do you have any other tips for people to really go out there and find that inner inspiration? Well, I I think, you know... It, I think uh, what what separates people is really realizing, you know, that you don't really have to have fear of things. You know, and I think I think if you have fear, you really you really uh, you're shortening your opportunities. And I think that uh, if you just become if you just um, think about failure as uh, an opportunity or a stepping stone to succeed, then you're putting yourself uh, in the proper place. Yeah. And a lot of people, when they kind of look at like fear and like failure, they kind of just like freeze up. Um, you've overcome that completely. What do you think? What do you think pushed you, or what? What do you think others, other people could do to move past that fear, move past that failure, and just go? Well, well, you ha- you have to do it over and over again in order to succeed. And I, I think with me having a stream palsy, that was easier for me to to see because you know. I, I'm not going to get something on my first try. You know, I have to do it multiple times, uh, four or five times even, to uh, achieve it, accomplish things. And so that's always been something that's been ingrained in me. And I'm, I'm not, you know, I don't look at my disability as being debilitating. I'm very thankful for it. Uh, it's, it's taught me a lot of great lessons in life, and, and I wouldn't want it any other way. So, huh. so y- you think about it as more of a blessing than anything else. Um, how did you come to that realization? Well, uh, I think, you know, number one, you have to have, uh, my parents have always, taught me to look at the positive side of things and and uh they've always instilled in me that you know it's how you look at situations that determine whether you're going to uh, succeed or not so um and they they didn't treat me as a kid with three palsy from the very beginning i was uh when I was a young kid, I was involved in everything that we did as a family, uh, various 
uh, family activities, uh, and chores around the house, uh, which I wasn't very thankful for, but I'm thankful that it taught me a lot of lessons. Um, but yeah, but I'm, I have a lot of things that I'm very thankful for that my parents taught me treated me as a normal kid and, and didn't really look at my disability as an excuse uh, for me not to accomplish what I wanted to accomplish. Yeah, it's always good to have a supportive network around you. And it's so amazing that you have two loving parents who are surrounding you all of the time. Uh, do you think you would your life would be what it is now if it wasn't for your parents? Oh, I, I really, I really don't think it would be, uh, I, I really don't think it would be as what it is today. Uh, I'm very, very grateful that, uh, God blessed me with amazing parents and I've had the opportunity to, to, uh, conquer this life with, um, because we only get one hand in life and, and they try to help me uh, <clears throat> deal with the hand that I'm dealt, and we just go at it one step at a time and, and see where that leads. So Yeah, and that's the journey for each and every single one of us, no matter where we are at in life. If we're a millionaire, if we're living on the streets, it doesn't really matter. We're all exactly the same. We're all people. We're all one human. Uh, we're all one human race, and each and every single day, we have to take that one step forward. It's that each and every single step that we take that helps us move to the next destination and the next destination and the next destination, and this is what you've continually done over and over and over again to be in the triathlons, to be in the races, to go and cross those finish lines. What keeps you going that extra step each and every single time? I, I think it's, it's having a, a supportive community around me. I, I, I can, you know... <clears throat> You can never do anything alone. I think it's it's really important to recognize uh, the community around you. Uh, and my and my faith has always has always guided me. I've always been a um, had a strong faith foundation. God has really, I believe, really helped me through my challenges. Uh, when I feel kind of that I I can't accomplish something. I I've always fallen back on my faith and, and I think that's been a, a huge motivator for me as well. So. Yeah, I can definitely see that and it's so interesting, especially in the world that we're in today where if we really break down the most important traits of what really helps people go out there and propel and succeed and thrive in life, from everything that you've described in this entire episode, what it really boils down to 
is love. People love you. You're loved. You're loved by many. People support you all the way through each and every single thing that you do. And people will help and continue to help and continue to help you until you get to maybe even the destination that you never even knew you wanted to get to to begin with. And it's just going to continue to grow. (laughs) And it's just going to continue to grow and grow and grow. And I know from this day forward, um, you have some amazing things happening. Um, I don't know if you're allowed to mention it, but can you talk about that book thing that you're working on or no? Sure. Sure. I I have a book that I've been working on that, that um, that's been my baby for the past uh, year or two, and so I really want to share my story with people, um, and and really show people that you know that you never walk the road alone. You know, there's always somebody there to help you, and, and sometimes people can feel lonely. But that's coming out uh, next year. I can't really share too many details. Forgive me, Leonard, but... No worries. Yes, it's really, really exciting. So that's coming out next next year, July, I believe. So next year, around this time, a book will magically appear, and Johnny (laughs) will be in bookstores all across America. And... We we hope so. We hope so. We hope so, Leonard. We hope so. (laughs) I, I, it's not a hope so anymore. It's a no so. It's it's mm. happening. It's mm. in the motion. It's in the works, <laughs> and it's coming into fruition. And that's going to open so many doors for you. And I'm really excited to see where your journey takes you. Um, anyone who's in, tuning into the show right now, where could they follow you again, um, Johnny? So. Uh, my website is johnnyagar.org and my social channels are at official uh, johnny underscore agar on Instagram or uh, Twitter is at agar underscore john or Facebook Johnny Agar. You can uh, check me out there and I, I'd love to hear your feedback because I'm definitely... Uh, not as good as Leonard is at this, so, so I love to hear your feedback, and and I'm really excited to uh, make new friends and and share my story with uh, your community, Leonard. And I'm very grateful for the opportunity uh, to be on today with you. Well, I'm sure all our listeners really do appreciate you being here today, and I appreciate it so much as well. Thank you, Johnny, for coming on the line with us today. All our listeners, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Grow Your Influence Tree, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for making us part of your week. Listen for Grow Your Influence Tree with Leonard Kim every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Stand out, stand apart, and become a top influencer. We'll see you here next week.